What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your uh, Pro Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at uh, Google us at the KF Podcast. <laughs> it won't be a week where I don't fuck that up, so just get used to that nonsense. Um, so, yeah, check us out, favorite podcast, catch your, your favorite uh, social media nonsense um, and whatnot. So we're going to we're gonna talk some wrestling. we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, we're going to start off by talking about um, the recent ROH situation where they have let go their entire roster. So it looks like they no, are, the roster, they let them go at, after the end of the year. Yes. Yes. They're, they're going to have one more big pay-per-view in, in December and then a, the, after December 2021, then, then the roster's all fired. Yeah, yeah, they're free to they're they're released from their contracts. Yeah, released from their contracts. And it sounds like they would like to, hopefully in the future. It looks like around April 2022, they'd like to start back up and then go from there and see what's uh, what's in the future for them and kind of start fresh with a new uh, new directive, new storyline, a complete reboot, new 52 it and blow it up and start fresh. So. ROH 2.0. Oh, yep. They're gonna have glitter and confetti and. <laughs> but it's it's um it's interesting because they're I gotta at least commend them for trying to do something to stay competitive in a wrestling market that's that really money is passing them by very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and we we gotta we have to mention this too. Like even when they weren't running shows, they paid everyone their contracts. Yep, exactly. Which I think it's very, very admirable and would not happen probably in any other company. Yeah. And they were also wants to stop. They still never did live shows. They mm-hmm. take where WWE and, and AEW and Impact have had live venues. They still have not had anyone come to, you know, they're still doing studio wrestling essentially. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're there's, there, there's no they're probably making very little money, but they're still paying their wrestlers their contracts. And I think that's that's very impressive. Yes. Agreed. So um, and it looks like they're going to have one. They'll be on hiatus till they want to do till April. Do we really think they're going to come back? They're backed by a pretty big company with Sinclair. Yeah. Yeah, they'll come back, I think. I think a restructure for them is good. And, you know, there's a lot of free agents floating around there and people that they can push and do, you know? Um, I, yeah. I think, I think they'll, I, I don't know. I mean, I think some of the, like AEW has so many people on their roster and there's so many people on dark and dark elevation. I kind of feel like if ROH goes after some of those young guys that let's face it, are never going to be, are never going to surpass, surpass all the other talent that they have on their main show. Maybe you offer some of those guys money, you know, like, like Dolph Ziggler's brother who like is a mm-hmm. talented dude and like does okay. But like Nick Nemeth, you're never going to see Nick Nemeth, like win the AEW title. You know what I mean? Like with everybody else that's a, ahead of him, it's going to be a while. Maybe they go after a guy like that and are like, Hey, we want to make you our top heel. Yeah. We'll give you TV time and, you know, oh, we're going to go after this guy. We're going to go after that guy. They can maybe start going after people once those contracts start coming up. I have a feeling you're going to see the exact opposite. I think they're going to function like a territory. 
where they're going to bring in guys for a, a TV taping. And Ken and I have been to their TV tapings, and it's a, a, at least a month in one night. Yes. Yeah. So you can you hire a guy, pay him for one night, or do all your shows for a month. Mm-hmm. Do a whole arc with you know one top guy, and then. But wouldn't you have to have guy. some? like standard talent that's always there Yeah, like your champion would have to be under contract i'm sure but i think the yeah. rest of, i think they're just going to be a revolving door and they're going to have their attractions and their title holders yeah. that's how i would do it now because you yeah, just can't well, compete with the money of the other two companies yeah AEW really hurt roh they did yeah. they took their entire roster because a lot of people used to go there that was like the place to go there was the cool place because you had the Bucks, you had their their connection with New Japan, all the stuff yeah. that made them cool, um, got taken from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, you think about shows they were having in 2018, 2017, where you had Cody Rhodes and all these other people on there, and and Hangman Adam Page, and and now they're all on primetime TV on a Wednesday night. Yeah, and uh, they're still ROH stuck with the uh, guys, the Briscoes. Well, they're at GCW now. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I'm surprised if you see those guys show up in AEW. I think there's going to be some hardcore ROH guys that might use this as a break to like go, okay, I'm going to go fight FTR in AEW and then maybe promote ROH. Like, I also wouldn't be surprised if you see ROH maybe with you know AEW like Impact's been doing. I mean, it. it well, Impact, their their contract with AEW is expired now. It's over. Okay. Christian Cage lost that belt to, I guess he lost it to a guy who I've never heard of, and then Moose came back and beat that guy. Josh Alex uh, is a great um, wrestler. He's wrestled in the Pittsburgh area uh, a few times. He's, he's a Cleveland guy, right? Um, no, he's a, a Canadian guy, I think. Oh, okay. Canadian. I saw him so, in, a Cleveland, in a AIW show. Yes, yes. So Christian Cage really only had that impact belt for like a month and a half or something like that, two months. Since August. Yeah. And then now, so I think that's them cutting ties. Like, you know, I don't think you're going to see the Good Brothers on AEW anymore for a while or that belt coming up or any of that stuff. You know, I don't know. What about Don Callis? Is he AEW contract? Because you haven't seen him on TV in a few weeks either. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Did we lose Ken? Is he still with us? No, I'm here. Oh, you were just reading something Cowles. very, very yeah. intense. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Don Cows. I'm not sure what's up with his. Oh, he was an impact guy too. So I don't, I don't know. A lot of those are, um, I don't know. I don't really, do you really feel that like that partnership did anything for either other company, helped them in any way, shape or form? It did at first. I think when the buzz was there. I think a lot of AEW people probably went to Impact to watch to see what was going to happen. But then when they realized that nothing really played out on either show, yeah, that it, it kind of fizzled. I mean, because it did nothing for AEW. It didn't. It didn't help with their ratings or change anything one way, shape, or form. There was no benefit of partnering with Impact whatsoever. Except we got to see the Impact title change hands. You yeah. did. And that was about, and that was about it. Other than that, that stuff, I, I feel they have a better, more people care about their open door relation, the forbidden door relationship with New Japan is where people really care more. Relationship. That's what. I'm, the what? Nothing. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, you cut out. I couldn't hear you making fun of me. 
Okay. You know what I mean? The Forbidden Door stuff they talk about. I think more people care about that with New Japan than they do with Impact. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Um, let's talk about stuff. We'll start with AEW this week instead of starting with the WWE. We'll do, we'll do with AEW dubs first because we have two dynamites to go through, not just yeah. one. Because we there's been two since we last talked. Um, <laughs> yes, I, yeah. So last Friday we had Rampage. Um, Rampage kicked off with the title eliminator tournament. You had Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Orange Cassidy picked up the victory. What did you guys think about this? It was what it was. Like, there's no way in a real fight the Powerhouse Hobbs would lose to Orange Cassidy in any believable fashion. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I know Orange Cassidy's popular, so you want to promote him in the, the tournament. That's the key. If you're going to make Powerhouse Hobbs somewhat believable as a, a person, he could have taken that win. You could have been fine with that. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't like Powerhouse Hobbs. I think he's kind of stupid. But, like, Cornette loves this guy and thinks he's, like, the best talented guy ever and was so mad. I, I If I was booking it, I would have booked Cassidy over him just for popularity. I think – more people are going to turn in to see Cassidy versus Moxley instead of Cassidy. Well, he's going to get squashed by Moxley. So well, we'll get Hobbs that get too, but yeah. 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 I'd much rather see Hobbs get squashed by Moxley than Orange Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. I guess we didn't get to the squash part of John Moxley yet, but yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, what else was on that show that night? Uh, Brick Baker beat Anna Jay. It was an all right match. Anna Jay's pretty good. Yeah, she's I getting better. She's getting better, but she's not there yet. I feel like yeah, you, you, you can tell she's counting off moves and stuff like that. Well, she just got back from a big injury too, you know. She was out for a whole year. Yeah, but she's good. She uh, she she'll be okay. Um, then you had Pac and Andrade, which was which was a good match. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending. So this leads into Saturday Night Dynamite, but the ending of that match, you know, it was going really well, and then you had, um. Malachi Black showed up, and I really liked that Malachi and Andrade were together. Like, I think that's a cool story to go with, seeing how they fought. They had some amazing matches for that NXT title in NXT uh-huh. back yes. in the day. Like, they had a long-standing rivalry for a while. So, like, them together gives you that, like, we're, we're NXT, but in AEW kind of vibe is what I took away from it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought that was cool. And then I liked that they, like, attacked Pac and were beating him up because he's an NXT champion, too. So there's yeah. so much history and story there. And then stupid Cody Rhodes has to come down and fight them all off. And, it, and get booed and, out of the building. And gets booed out of the building with the two cool new villains that just announced their alliance running, like, scared. Like, I, I hated the way it ended. It was I like the way it began. I hated the way it ended. I don't like that Cody has to be a good guy. Like, I don't like all the stuff about it. Like, I, just don't. I don't like Pac as a good guy either. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that, too, because we got a lot more of that coming up. So uh, <laughs> that was Rampage, and we went to Saturday Night Dynamite, and we started off with another title eliminator match. And you had Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. And I was not too sure why Dustin Rhodes was in this, but these two guys had a really good match. Can't really it say did. anything bad about it. Was it was a really good match. Dustin, Dustin can go. He, he is. Dustin he is still is, really good. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I think Dustin is better today than he was 25 years ago. I agree. 
Yeah, I agree with that statement, too. He's really learned a lot of different moves and adapted his style. Mm -hmm. And he wrestles a wrestling match. You know, like he doesn't do stuff that's like, I mean, he does that one Canadian destroyer that he's supposed, you know, that's for the AEW crowd. But other than that, I mean, he wrestles. He's always been good. I've always liked Goldust. I've always liked him when he is. But But I think this is him at his best lately. Yeah. Yeah, they had a really good match. Um, you know Brian Danielson's going to win because you know he's going to be in the finals, but uh, still it was good. And then how about that Lance Archer-Eddie Kingston match and that injury to Lance? That was, oh, that was hard to watch. I was watching that with Di, and she's like, I don't think it was that big of a deal. I was like, you realize how big that guy is? And he landed Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got all that weight landing on your head like that. And you know what? I didn't understand in that, like, who do you think was originally supposed to win that, Eddie or Lance? I, I think I, Lance was supposed to win. I think so too. I, I don't know why, why they he just rolled out and they checked on him because I think that otherwise he would Eddie would have just pinned him when he was laying there after he landed on his head instead of him going outside talking with the doctor then coming in and getting the worst roll up in history. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought they should have just called the match and been like they should have. He's injured. Call the match. Yeah, I don't know why they had to like bring him in or whatever like that was that was crazy but that was scary he's old school though so he probably is like i'm gonna finish the match yeah because he's a vet he's been around a long time i could see him just having that mentality that old school like 80s 90s mentality that they had yeah yeah hope he's okay i guess he tweeted it it was all right yeah he's gonna be out a while he said too though so yeah they're being pretty vague about what happened. Yeah, he's probably really hurt, so hopefully he's okay. So I Eddie like Kingston, him. I hope he's good. Yeah, me too. So Eddie Kingston moves on to the next round. Um, there was a couple other little things, but the main thing on this show was the main event, and that was Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, obviously, Cody Rhodes got the win here, which I wasn't happy about. But what and did they you got guys booed think? out of the building again. Yep. You can't. I mean, it wasn't. It was a good match. You can't say it wasn't was... a good match. But you got to read the crowd. That didn't do anything for anybody having him win that match. It made the fans hate him more. It yeah. annoyed, you know, people that it hurt Malachi Black, who hadn't been beaten yet. Yeah. Like, it, Especially leading into what happens on the next Dynamite. I don't know why Cody needed that win if we're, we're going in the next thing. So we'll just talk about like the evolution of this. So obviously it ends and Cody gets to pin on him after like, you know, he hit him with multiple things, which, you know, Malachi black looks strong because it took a couple things to take him out, but I yeah. don't know why he needed the loss because Cody came out on the next dynamite and tried to do the big, he pandered to the crowd. Like I, he, and after they, he kept saying, I'm not pandering to the crowd. He was pandering to the crowd. Yeah. And they booed and, him the whole time. And they booed him the whole entire time. And then, <laughs> Um, and El Elio came out and he attacked Cody and then Malachi Black showed up. Pac makes the save. So if they're going to do a tag team like at full gear, why did Cody need that win? His ego. Yeah. I really think he's like everything he was saying in that promo was it was not true. I just don't feel like I mean, he could have been telling the truth, but I don't feel like he is. I yeah. feel like it all has to be about him and what, how he's going to prevail in the end. Yeah. yeah. 
Because when they were announcing when he won, you know, the, JR kept saying, Cody got his win back. We're like, of course Cody was going to get his win back. He always gets his win. Do you think there's anything with Cody that, like, these guys that he has brought in there were WWE guys. Like, he brings them in, makes them look strong, and then he beats them. Do you think that's like a him versus Triple H or versus Vince kind of thing that he has to beat their guy? Maybe. Um, the only one he hasn't done it to is Miro. Yeah. It's tough to say, but yeah, it's, it does feel like it's like all these WWE guys, he has to get his win. Mm-hmm. Now, other than Cody getting that win, like, I like that segment that they did when they all came down because, like, it is four really good, talented wrestlers involved in a big boy wrestling angle, and they're mm-hmm. going to have a good match at yeah. full gear. It's going to be good. You know, it is all guys that are like, like you said, a, other than Cody, three NXT champions in there. There's a lot of history packed in there where yeah, I don't mind that they're going to have a good match at full gear. I just don't like that Malachi Black had to take that loss. And you know they're going to take the tag loss, too, to mm-hmm. the good guys. And you're right. Pack is a good guy's awful. You can't be the bastard and be a good guy. I'm sorry. I would like to see Pack with these two guys. I, that, I kind of feel like that might happen. That's a much better trio for him to be in because that is like we are NXT champions, all three of us. Like three really good NXT champions too. You know, yeah. like yeah. Never That's... had that for almost a year, didn't he? Or maybe even over a year. Nobody. I'd like to take Adam Cole, put him in that mix with them. Yeah, or uh, Miro. There's a couple other NXT champions. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, I don't know. I just don't like Cody getting that that win. It was. I don't know. Everything he was trying to do wasn't fucking working at all. And he was people, trying so hard. <laughs> he was trying so hard, and people hate roads to the top and all that other shit. Like, uh, it was bad. I thought it was funny that Matt Jackson was on roads to the top and his face was blurred out. Yes, I saw. I he wanted no fucking part of being on that show. You know, he was like, "Cody, blow my face. Make sure you blur my face out. I do not want to be seen doing that shit." That's hilarious. Because everybody's excited for Brandy's return in the ring so she can win a championship. I'm like, I don't even remember when you did wrestle. Oh, the Reds family. No, they're not. So going back to the beginning of Dynamite, um, because of on the Saturday Dynamite when Bobby Fish had a match where he fought somebody – who also was an NXT person. Anthony Green. The retrosexual Anthony Green. Now um, He went and beat the dude up, and then it led to Punk and him feuding. I was surprised they rushed this already to a match. I thought they could have stretched this out as a little story angle for they Punk got for a, a while. They match out of this, I thought. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought so, too. The, but already we were going to the match live on Dynamite on Wednesdays. I think this was... I think they were getting some people who were like, look, Punk hasn't had, like, since Darby, like, a really good main opponent. So they're giving him an opponent. This is his first match on Dynamite. They're trying to lure the fans back in uh, to, like, you know, tune in for Dynamite to see CM Punk wrestle. What do you guys think of his match with Bobby Fish? Who has the worst fucking entrance music I've ever heard in my entire life? It's awful. It sounds like something Ken would listen to at the comic book store. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It reminds me of like Misfits, Glenn Danzig type music. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that criticism. What did you guys think of the match? I thought it was good. I liked yeah. it. 
It's good. Other than the botch finish, because I think clearly that wasn't supposed to be a three count. Yeah. Yeah, they fucked up I the don't end. The match was really good. Like Bobby Fish might have went into business for himself on that. Well, everybody was saying Punk was giving a dirty look to the official. From what people are speculating is that he was Bobby Fish was supposed to, uh, you know, Punk took a while to cover him. Like he was giving him some time, so he, he was going to kick out and then maybe put him in his his uh his submission hole to put him out. You know? uh, okay. That's why he looked at the official like, what the fuck did you just do? Like he was not happy with the official. Yeah. So that's what that's what I think happened too. I think I think there was I, I forget who the official was. Was it, was it Bryce? I can't remember. I so. one. Yeah. Yeah, because it was odd. He like I was like, did he just kick out of the go to sleep and then, you know, and it just kind of like ended it. But it but the match was itself was good. It was one. It was definitely. I think it was the best match match CM Punk has had so far. Yes. Well, I Bobby, liked it better than the Derby match and the. Hobbs and all this. This was this was a perfect guy for him to fight. I just wish they would have dragged it into a little bit more of a story instead of like maybe it'll continue. I don't know, but well, AEW does a good job of taking something that was supposed to that was a botch and they turn it into a storyline. Yeah, yeah, they'll, right. they'll, they'll have him, Bobby Fish on next week saying, "Look, I kicked out." Yeah, yeah. Um, next we had uh, MJF in action where he absolutely destroyed that kid in like two seconds. Um, and then got another great promo. I mean, I'm digging these MJF promos on Sting and, and Darby. They're pretty good. I think that was Max, Ca- Max Caster's old tag team partner from Creative Pro. Was it? I think so. I I love MJF right now. He's hitting on all cylinders. I think he's fantastic. He's like, hey, what's this cylinder? I'm hitting it. He's great. I mean, his his promos are so good. I'd much rather hear him and they're going off than Jericho with the microphone. MJF is is good. They need to elevate this guy to more stuff after this is over. Um, and I think he needs to beat Darby. I think he should get the win. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. Losses don't hurt Darby. People still like Darby. He's like the mascot. Him and Orange Cassidy could lose over and over, but they're still like AEW yeah. mascots. you know. But MJF needs the win. He needs to start moving up. Yeah. How about how horrible that bat, bat attack was from Sting to uh, Wardlow? <laughs> Wardlow didn't know where to go. He just kind of poked him in the belly with it. Like It was so awkward. It was very less uh, Briscoe-esque. They just kind of stood there while the Sting ran at him and kind of like swung this bat. It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Next we had uh, the Spanish God and a – why he even had a fucking stipulation going into this match, I have no idea. The whole, I don't know how many times the, the inner circle, there ha- needs to be a stipulation in order to wrestle a guy. But you knew he wasn't going to quit the inner circle and not have the match. I was like, clearly he's winning this. But, uh, you know, they had a good match as well, too. But it was just kind of a stupid stipulation. What do you guys think about it? This is a good uh, match. It was a good match, but I'm over all the inner circle hoopla. Yeah, afterwards, it was such nonsense. And like a typical Inner Circle preview, they're not going to tell you right now who they're going to pick. We're going to do it next week. So you they know. get another half-hour segment out of so it. You get another, and you know they're going to make Dan Lambert fight or something like that. <laughs> like, Or Jericho's going to pick Paige Van Zant to fight in it or something like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it goes on and on and on with the inner circle. I'm so over it. <laughs> I love that Jericho's down there, like 
he interrupts. They, they make the save. People are singing a song, and he's holding the microphone. And before we can have him talk, we have to sing half the fucking song. Like, I, if I worked at that sh- show, I'd be like, can we get this moving? Like, mm-hmm. you got the microphone in your hand. You're fired up at, at, at the men in, the men of the year. Why do you have to sit there and let everybody sing half well, your song first? Did, I think they got hurt on time, too, because didn't they, the, the main event after the big reveal seemed to happen very quick. And they yeah. kind of just, like, cut right away. And like, all right, we're off the air. And then they go right to hockey. Yeah, like, because they, they, I, they cut Jr. off during his sign off and everything. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, but it, it's just things like that. I mean, with that match and then Jericho's rambling at the end, it, it was like a half hour. Mm-hmm. It's the worst having to deal with all that nonsense. And does anybody even care? No, I don't think anyone cares. I and then you had um, the other stuff. Yeah, let them for Instead real. Let them do something guys. else. Then you had a women's match, a Sheeta and Serena Deeb. Uh, actually, a pretty decent women's match. It was pretty good. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I think Serena for- won that, though. I think they just set up so What's-Her-Face could win and get her, her 50th win and all that. Yeah. Who this is for the TBS it? championship, right? Yeah. yeah. Tournament? Yeah. I would have liked be like Serena Deeb to be her kryptonite. That she just can't beat her because I think they could have went somewhere with that. That would have yeah. been, I would have been alright with that. Yeah, I agree. Then we had, um, you had online videos earlier in the day about this rivalry with Preston Vance, number ten versus Moxley, and it was a year ago. Moxley took him out and hurt his arm, and I'm like, man, they're really trying to make this like, this is some big AEW rivalry, and then John Moxley beat the fuck out of this guy in like 30 seconds. I do not understand what they're doing with John Moxley. Like he's turning it's heel, stupid. I guess. He but, bit his face. He bit a hole in his mask and he was bleeding but, everywhere and bit his face and cut the dude and was like, just beat the fuck out of this guy. Like, why is this guy even in this tournament? If that's what he's, that's how he represented in the title eliminator tournament. I don't understand this at all. What they're doing with John Moxley. I don't either. It's it's um it's annoying. I, it, and like it doesn't make any sense that he's this good guy that just comes in. They're trying to make it seem like it's Forrest Kid. It's total heel. I I, I don't know. It Did you see him almost hit the fan with the guardrail that he kicked? Yeah. Like the first time he shoved the fan out of the way and like opened the guardrail, the fan was. I like, would have shoved that guy out of the way too because I'm sure he was told to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he would too. But then when he kicked the guardrail, he almost hit like three fucking people with the guardrail. Uh, I'm like, I don't. Are we supposed to cheer for this guy? Like, I don't get that. I I won't. Like, I don't. It's going to be him and Brian Danielson. It's going to be that he does this. He's going to destroy Orange Cassidy. And it's going to be like he's destroyed everybody till Brian Danielson beats him or whatever. I, I don't know. I hope Brian Danielson beats him. Yeah. He, it, it was an annoying segment for sure. And then we already talked about the Malachi Black segment and all that with Cody. We don't need to go back into that. We, we, they're going to have, probably have a match at full gear, and we'll see where that goes. Um, and then we had the final match, Dark Order versus the Elite. What did you guys think of it? I love it. Was, it was fun. I, I, it was a fun match. I thought it was great. I wasn't expecting when you saw who was in it, you were going to expect any kind of technical whatever. I just said the whole match was fun. I like the ending whenever 
the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man removed his mask. That was a yeah. great shot. Yeah. But uh, it seemed very rushed. I think they were hurt on time. And uh, issues with this. Apparently, Warner Brothers nixed a bunch of shit that these guys wanted to do. Like, um, so it was all kinds of stuff. Like, apparently, they wanted to do dress up like the Squid Game stuff, but they weren't allowed to by our TNT management. So there was all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, there was all kinds of stuff in this match for sure. This match did you done? I mean, we don't have to go down that road again, but yeah, I hated everything about this. I hate the Dark Order. I hate the Elite. This was just fucking comedy it was just, nonsense. It was just to get Hangman over was the whole point of yeah. that. I liked the Hangman thing. I knew he was in there. I liked his face that he made, and I liked that he kicked ass at the end. You know, I love Hangman. Um, I just want him to win. That's all. I just want him to beat Kenny. I want to see that guy as champion. I like that guy. Everyone likes that guy. Um, I want to see him win. He's a very likable wrestler, and he's good at what he does. He has a good gimmick. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to see him. I want to see him do well. I want to see him get that belt. Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's going. I to. hope. Yeah, I hope. I hope you're right. I hope they don't decide to go with the Daniel Brian Danielson route as the person to dethrone Kenny. I sure as hell hope it's Hangman. Mm-hmm. Or not. You if too. they don't, they're going to have a, like a fucking riot on their hands, like with Cody. People, everyone loves this guy and wants this guy to win. Like, mm-hmm. it, this needs to happen. Yeah. You know. And we I know agree. they can have an absolute banger of a match. I mean, they did before. So, yeah. we know we know what he's capable of. We know what those two guys, they, those two guys know each other so well. You know they're they going to put on a hell of a too. show. They oh, have yeah. such good chemistry, even as a team. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to put on a hell chemistry. of a show. So I'm not worried that the match isn't going to be phenomenal. We know that. I just worry about the ending. Yeah. So, yeah. So all in all, that was um, Dynamite. Um, uh, Not too bad. It was a pretty good show last night. I actually thought the Saturday show was pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, All in all, entertaining. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I didn't care for the end, but we all know that. So, But all in all, it was a good show. Um. And that was that. That was the AEWs for the week. It's nice that they're back on Wednesdays. I fucking yeah. hate those Saturday shows. Me too. So much. I hate but when they're on the. They did make a. They weren't over a million people even with this back to Wednesday. No, they weren't. They had, a, they had a rough go of it this week, but. Yeah. Well, they were. So let's talk about Tony Khan and his rating stuff. So, um, we all know when they went head to head last week. Uh, on the Thursday when they had that stuff, he was out there tweeting like crazy that, you know, they beat him in a demographic and, you know, and he wants to go head to head and he'll go head to head. Well, this week, Rampage went from 578 down to 533. So it dropped even being live again. It dropped um, Smackdown was up to two point two million. And then which was caused a lot of controversy Fox re-aired SmackDown <laughs> on Saturday, and a lot of a lot of AEW fans were like, "Fucking Vince McMahon's a punk for doing that." I'm like, Vince McMahon has no say so when yeah. Fox airs SmackDown. Like, <laughs> Game Seven of the of the ALS Championship or the NLC Championship didn't happen, so that's what was supposed to be in that time slot on Saturday night was a was a baseball game, 
And since they didn't have anything, Fox put SmackDown on again. And people were so mad at the WWE for this. Like, like Vince was like, I want to rear that show. Like, he doesn't have that kind of power over at Fox. Yeah. They decided what they wanted to show. And then the replay of um, SmackDown beat the live version of Dynamite, which caused a lot of people to tweet Tony Khan. And they were like, you're awfully quiet today because it was 632 <laughs> to 575. <laughs> for a dynamite they were like you're awfully quiet why aren't you tweeting a replay of it beat your show and they're like well it's a saturday and they're like well you know maybe you should be quiet with all the tweeting until you uh actually have something to brag about you know i thought it was hilarious it was pretty funny and then this week's dynamite even with cm punk coming in to leading off the show went from last time they were on wednesday it was 1.05 million down to 941,000 so that was a that's a drop for them i'm surprised they weren't over a million with that kind of lead in you know what i'm not and here's why i'm going to say this whenever AEW has a big character and a big storyline match it breaks a million them just getting guys on their show doesn't break a million so i think it shows to them that if they write quality storylines they'll get viewership yeah they, operating that the, they have a different viewer than the wwe viewer the wwe viewer can can pop a goldberg rating or yeah, yeah it's true well, a fan wants to watch great matches and great storyline stuff so that's why they'll watch that well I, and but see that the people you're talking about ken that want to see that that's the aew fans that are there that's that 900 800 700,000 they are the ones that have been watching since day one what they're trying to get are the new fans they want to break that million mark and start getting up there to like 1.5 1.7 you know that's where they want to go and you know eric bischoff was on his podcast saying this week that he thinks cm punk hasn't been they think cm punk was going to be the guy to break that for them and it hasn't happened yet and is that CM Punk's fault? Is that an AEW fault? Where is it? You know, where does that come in? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't you think... haven't seen you haven't seen that. Like, you know, CM Punk's debut was like 1.2 million on Rampage. Since then, Rampage has been it keeps going lower and lower and lower. It had a little bit of a spike, you know, that one time, but it keeps the number keeps going down even when it's live. So. I, I don't know. And, you know, like I, 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 they have a lot of guys there that I would think would have brought in a new audience to keep them up in the millions, like especially with Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. You bring over NXT fans. I, I think uh, if AEW were to do it all over again, they would have spread out those debuts. Yeah. To, to pop at different times, to pop your numbers. Uh huh. I mean, it's not bad numbers. Like, no. you know, it's a Wednesday. 941,000. That's pretty good on TNT at that time. Any numbers you get on Friday night at 10 o'clock is good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, I don't know. You know, it, it's, uh, it's interesting to see other numbers weigh in. So I think you're right. I think the debuting, if they would have spread that out a little bit. And I think you need to have some of these guys and like Ken said in bigger matches. I think you yeah. need to start putting CM Punk in big matches on Dynamite and mm -hmm. and advertising that where people are like you know, you you got to start moving with that guy. I think you got to start moving with it. I think as a fan it's nice to see him running through all these guys and having the matches that he wants to have, but like 
I think you need to see, if you want ratings, I think you need to have an advertisement for CM Punk versus Adam Cole Wednesday night on Dynamite in the main event. I think that keeps the people there. You know, like, holy shit, I want to watch that. I'm going to watch this whole show to see when that happens. I also don't like the fact that they're doing this. Um, all of their, like, number one contender stuff is very instant gratification. It's one match. It's two weeks. Like, yeah. we've talked about a G1. I think if you give it, like, a real storyline, deep, month-long tournament or, like, you know, summer-long situation where you're crowning something, I think you could do something like that. I agree with you. I think with the talent that they have now, something like that would be great mm-hmm. instead yeah. of a two week or two day tournament. Yeah, which they have a lot of those title flip arounds a lot. You know, yeah, they do that quite a bit where no offensive advance. And if they do this to like step a storyline where he loses the mask or whatever, but, you know, changes his character. That's one thing. But, you know, really, it doesn't benefit anything like it, the, the, the whole thing doesn't matter. I, you know, I just. Because that tournament would be a lot better if the names in that tournament, instead of Preston Vance and other people, if it was Miro, Andrade, Malachi, like Adam Cole, then people are like, fuck, this is a good tournament. Like, I want to tune in to watch this. Uh Like, there's no reason why, like, those, this Cody match and Malachi couldn't have been in this tournament. Yeah. the fact that Cody can't wrestle for the belt, but it almost be like, hey, you're in this, but when you, if you win it, you just can't. Like, I would like to see him start getting some ramifications of, like, he, he just happens to not be in the stuff. Like, yeah, you know, Tony Khan should be like, hey, you're the one that pulled yourself out of it. You're going to be in it, and if you win. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get to pick who you want as the, you can promote somebody or whatever. Yeah. You'll pick Brandy. Yeah. Was he talking about he was going to do a pedigree, and that's yes. why he didn't do it? Is that what he was referring to? Yeah, it was basically, he listened to our podcast last week about, or whatever, us talking about how it should have been a pedigree. And So if he would have done a pedigree, then that means he turned heel. That's what I would have thought. I think the internet community would have thought. Would have went nuts, huh? I think so. Yeah. It may have made them like him more and not get booed. Who knows? I wouldn't go that far. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna get this kid not booed, but yeah, yeah, I think it's too far gone now. Stop fifty-fifty booking yourself against talent when they come in. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be the gatekeeper. If you're not even a title contender, you know, yeah, somebody else. All right, well that was uh, AEW coverage. Let's go over to WWE. Um. Smackdown last week uh, started off with uh, Mr. Reigns in a ring talking about Crown Jewel and then Brock Lesnar come out and killed everybody in the ring and beat up camera guys and kicked the shit out of fucking uh, what's their general managers? What's that guy's name? Adam Pierce, who took one hell of an F5, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then he took a second one that I think was kind of impromptu from Brock. But um, yeah, it was great. It was great. I love the whole beginning of that. I thought it was hilarious. Lesnar was uh, unleashed. And this is a way for them to get him off TV because Lesnar don't work November and December. That's <laughs> all that is. He's about to head into the woods and go hunting for two months straight. Uh, <laughs> so they did a suspension angle on him, which I was fine with. I thought that was okay. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, they'll probably have uh, Roman. Well, they'll do the Survivor Series stuff and have him do other things before that. But that feud's not over. You know, Lesnar will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to... 
I love the stuff he was doing with Heyman in the ring, though. When he was like, you're not really good at your job, are you, Paul? And then he, Heyman had his phone out, then Roman smacked it out of his hand and it hit Ro- Heyman in the face. That stuff was just classic. Yeah. He's like, you're not really good at your job. All you had to do was hand somebody something, right? It was pretty funny. Um, we had the SmackDown debut of Drew McIntyre. Fought Sami Zayn. I don't know what they're doing with Sami Zayn. Nothing. They haven't been for decades. <laughs> decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah, he's a guy that I don't know if will be there in the long run. Yeah. Brock, what do you think of Hit Rose SmackDown debut? I loved it. They're they're yeah. actually trying to make him seem like a big deal, which I'm yeah. very excited. They're to all see. right. Yeah. Pat McAfee can hype up anything on. He Smack. is. Pat McAfee is so good at hyping up Top Dollar and all these people. Yeah. He he's really he's so, he's so good on that show, McAfee. I think he gets on uh, uh, Michael Cole's nerves every once in a while. I think everyone gets on Michael Cole's nerves, but that's... I think so too. Uh, but the worst part of this show yeah. and the biggest letdown was the end with the fucking championship title exchange. I do not no understand sense. why they keep doing this bullshit. It's I don't stupid. understand why you can't come up with something better to do it. The talent Especially hates it. when all the all the titles were defended just two days prior. Yeah. Prior, you could have set it up so you didn't have to do this bullshit. Now a lot of controversy came out of this. Did you hear about all the shit that came out of this? Mm-hmm. So apparently Charlotte wanted to drop the belt to Bianca and put Bianca over, and let Which her would take have been the, the right thing to do. Yeah, let her take the Raw title. Apparently Becky had no problem losing even the Sasha and let the titles just switch naturally. But this was a Vince thing. They're going to exchange titles. So I thought, all right, well, they're making a big deal about it at the end of the night. So it's not going to be backstage like the Usos and the Street Profits did the year, the year before or whatever. New Day and the Profits. Thought maybe something was going to happen here. Maybe we're going to match. Instead, you got nothing. Instead, Charlotte dropped the title while she was handing it to Becky. Which she, pissed. The word is she didn't want to look weak, so she wanted to drop it and then that's when what's her face got mad told her to pick it up and then they threw it at each other and all yeah, that and then becky threw the belt at her and then apparently led to backstage where they got into it and then charlotte had to be escorted out of the building which did you hear Cornette's reaction on this brock no i did not or he was like i watched brett and Sean punch each other in the fucking face and like get into an actual fight. He's like, and neither one of them had to be escorted out of the building. They just went into different rooms and cold off. He was like, what kind of argument did Becky and Charlotte had that somebody had to be escorted out of the fucking building? And I'm like, yeah, it seems like a little horseshit is what that seems like. Jim Cornette still has Shawn Michaels hair that Bret Hart ripped out. That's funny. Now, do you think that they could be working this into an angle? Well, I'm sure they will for Survivor Series. These yeah, are the two yeah. champions. I'm sure they will. You know, but it. I don't know. It's just so stupid. When you make it the main event of your show, and you're like, all right, like this should be because this is like the first of the new SmackDown with all the new people. Like, what are we gonna get here? I thought maybe like when Sh- Sasha came down, that Bailey was gonna come out. We were gonna get some kind of like fight. It was just like, and then Becky was just like, I'm leaving. Let you two argue. I'm going to Raw. Just walks out. Like it was so odd. It was just such an odd. <laughs> way to end the show it was bad it sucked is what it did it did it was stupid and then we go to um raw and um 
So on Raw, you know, we're we're getting some new feuds, but there are still some old ones that they're continuing, which don't make any sense. But um, I like the beginning. I like the kickoff of new guys, the new people coming out. We're going to get a four-way that night. Uh Um, What'd you think about that, Brock? Um, I wish that we could have some new people in the title picture. Like, all those guys are former champions. It would have been kind of cool that somebody else... If somebody Anybody wants else. it. Well, that was the thing. Everybody was coming out reading off their accolades, you know, and they uh-huh. were all NXT champions and former Universal champions and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the match at the end of the night, I thought was pretty good. That was a yeah. pretty good ladder match. I was disappointed with who won, but I kind of figured that was going to happen. Well, I mean, if you, Biggie's such a face and a good guy, do you really want more good guys fighting him, or do you want a prick like Seth Rollins? Well, you could easily turn Balor with no problem. Yeah. Rollins won't win, but he's a good asshole, and they'll have a good match with Big E. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't take the belt off Big E. He needs to have a little bit of a run with it, I think. If they gave Kofi six months with it, I think Big E should get at least that. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Owens in ladder matches, man, always takes some falls that look like it fucking hurts really bad. Like, as soon as they set that ladder up across the table, I'm like, Owens is going through that. He's the only one out here that's going through that. And then later on, he went through it. He's a nut when it comes to that. I didn't watch Raw this week, but... He's got the body to handle it. He's robust. Oh, my God. Uh, Then we had the crowning of Selena Vega. She's getting a little bit of a push, which is good, finally, for her with her. I don't want to see her fight do drop week in and week out. Please give no. her some other people to work with once in a while. Um, I was a little disappointed that we're just doing Bianca and Becky still just for a new belt. I don't understand why we can't come up with something different. Yeah, if, they, if that's what they're going with, why didn't they just have Bianca win the belt last week? Yeah. Yeah. And then Becky could have came out and challenged her for it. But Yep. Uh, were you excited to were you excited to see the Bearcat in action? <laughs> Old Bearcat. Oh, the fucking yeah. Bearcat. I feel so bad for this guy. He won. He squashed Cedric Alexander. You know, so he's squashing people now. That's his thing. They're like repackaging and scre- him. And screaming. And screaming like a Bearcat. <laughs> they still say Keith Lee, but they just say Bearcat more. Pretty soon he's just going to be Bearcat Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Bearcat. Pretty yeah. soon. Um, and yeah, that was really it. There was a tag match. The tag match was okay. RK Bro and uh, the Dirty Dogs. So it wasn't too bad. But for a three-hour show, there's not a lot that happens on it. Like, no. really, there's like four matches on a three-hour show. You know, I don't understand. I do so much fast-forwarding on here because they must fucking recap. They even recap SmackDown on this show. Like, if you watch SmackDown, SmackDown doesn't really ca- – they'll do a commercial for Raw. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, like, Raw recaps, like, all of SmackDown. And I'm like, holy shit, there's so much crap on here. To go to a Raw event and have to sit there and watch Finn Balor, like, the light shut off and his music ends and he's just sitting in the ring for five minutes while they're doing a commercial and recap and all that, then his music comes back on. It's got to be interminable to sit through that. It's It's torturous. I mean, you could fit so much more and either drop this fucking show to a two hour show or start giving us something more in it. I mean, I can't believe that you can't fit more shit on the. There's people that weren't even on that show. And I'm like, you couldn't find a way to get the rest of your talent on that night. 
And yeah, a three hour did a segment to introduce all the new people. Yeah, they introduced everybody. Everybody had like a a place. Everything went well. Wrong. Mm-hmm. I was like, we got new people. They're not even fucking on. <laughs> they showed a graphic. Yeah, a couple times, and then recapped it. <laughs> just Before just uh, for whatever reason, Raw gets it. Like Raw knows how to put on a show. Like SmackDown. Or SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, they get it. They know how to. I don't know if they're produced by two different people or what the fuck's going on there, but I don't know why one gets the format and the other one, for years now, can't figure out the fucking format. You know, I don't understand it. So then, finally, to wrap up WWE for the week, we had Halloween Havoc. Hmm. Did you get to watch this at all, Ken? I did. So we started with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match, a ladder match, and I thought this was actually really good. What did you guys think about it? I liked it. I was kind of annoyed that they did a ladder match on Raw when this was already booked a few weeks ago. Yeah, I get that. But these girls took some shots, man. They did. I mean, they, they did great. Like, it was a good match. I just It, it kind of took a little bit away from it whenever they had a ladder match main event. Yeah. Just 24 hours prior. Fucking Ira Shirai. I thought she died. Oh, she took a nasty bump, too. Yeah. And I was happy with Toxic Attraction win- winning. Yeah. With Gigi getting the belt. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, it was good. Or taking um, one down and then being confused. Yeah, being confused. Not taking the whole hanger down. She just took one off. I was like, well, technically, you didn't win that. You only won one of them, but, you know. There was a couple of little botches and slip-ups here and there and there, but all in all, they did a good job. Um, I didn't understand. I didn't get the next one with Roderick Strong versus Odyssey Jones. You've been trying to like build this Odyssey Jones a little bit, and then he kind of got embarrassed by Roderick Strong, who of course is supposed to win because he's the veteran. But like, I think you could have went with a different opponent there, or let one of the younger guys fight Odyssey Jones. You know, like. Yeah. I didn't feel I didn't understand the booking of that. That was a little confusing to me. Especially when Roderick is the cruiserweight champion and Odyssey Jones is over four hundred pounds. Yeah. And he just took him to school. Like <laughs> it made him look bad. Like I'm like, maybe, what are you maybe he pissed Vince off. Now Vince is producing the show. That's a possibility. But Sad. I do like the diamond mine. I enjoy the diamond mine. Me too. Um, what did you think about all this, uh, Dexter Loomis shit going on and all that comedy. I fast forwarded through it. You think what, Ken? I fast forwarded through all of it. I'm not. I don't waste my time with it. I watched two minutes of it and I was like, "What the fuck is all this?" It was just goofy. Is that going to be an every year thing now? They go to that. No, I don't know the haunted house stuff. I I don't know. Just ridiculous. But um, then you had the women's title match, Raquel and Mandy, and um, I li- I liked that Mandy won. I was cool with this, too. I was glad Dakota Kai was the one that cost her uh, Raquel the title. I agree. I like you this. know what? I, I enjoy – I think Mandy has changed her style, and she's not trying to, like, do a lot of stuff that the other women can do, and she just wrestles stiff. Like, she wrestles like she's strong, which she is, because she's, like, a former power lifter and all that. And she just does sort of, like, strong-style moves. You know, you know who she's that, wrestling like? Who? Paige. Yeah. She's yeah. really doing Paige's stuff. Elbows and kick, hard kicks to the face. 
mm-hmm. and all that. It, it was good. Uh, yeah, I liked that Dakota screwed her over and she won. A lot of people were annoyed with Mandy Rose winning. And I, you know what? I don't really understand it because everybody talks about in wrestling you have to pay your dues. And this girl's been around a, lo- a while now. Wrestled in NXT, you know, called up to the main roster, tag teams. They put her in all kind of tag teams and different storylines, made her a girlfriend of Otis. And now she's down here. Like, I don't understand why people aren't happy that she's finally getting this push. Like, don't you think the girl deserves it? Yeah. I don't she's not, it. she's not horrible. You know, she's like I know she's, herself too. Like she, this is a whole new character. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't people get can't get behind it. Yeah. I don't understand it either. It baffles me. Why people hate on it. Look at all the shit that they put her through, though. Like, they cut all her hair off. and Yeah. Like, and then yeah. that went nowhere because of that stupid home invasion thing. And She had to make out with Otis. Yeah. I mean, they put her through so much shit. And, like, to see her in this role, I, 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 it's nice to have a heel women's group that, like, went for all the belts and got them. They did the Undisputed Era thing. Yeah. I, they, I, I don't get it. People are just dumb. They're, yeah. they're just marks. So next, I was so disappointed how they did the debut of this solo Sokoa guy. I don't understand why this was the way they fucking debuted this guy. Why couldn't he have had a regular match, like a debut match, and come out and wrestled somebody? Instead, they're doing comedy with Grayson Waller and L.A. Knight, and he comes out and scares everybody out of the ring and beats up Grayson Waller. What the fuck was that? Like, what? What? How? why was that a debut? I thought that was horribly done. He should just be on SmackDown with his brothers. Yeah, because he looks just—he looks so much like them. Except well, they're he's trying to make him look look different. Yeah, they got him blonde hair. He's smaller. He's a little bit more stocky than they are, and he's shorter than they are. Uh-huh. But he'll be up there with the bloodline, I imagine, eventually. But do you agree with me? Like the, the way they debuted him yeah. was kind of odd. It was dumb. And what do you think of Sola Sokoa? I, I thought it was dumb too. I didn't—I didn't understand all the LA Knight bullshit. That was just stupid stuff that they, he's host. He was hosting so, the show, and the other guy was hosting the show, and it's just it just stupid. was bad. Yeah, it was bad it was comedy. Bad. There's a lot yeah. of bad comedy. Um, then we went straight bad. straight to the tag team title match, and I thought this match was excellent. MSK versus Imperium. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was all right. I couldn't get into it. I'm not a big Imperium fan. I didn't like the stipulation of the what you might call it the. Uh, Oh, you know, the lumberjack match. That was kind of yeah, lame, but the lumberjack stuff. But I thought it was real. I, I don't I mean, MSK, I, I wasn't a fan of them at first, but they do some moves that are just amazing. And I like the way Imperium wrestles. They are just very clean, old school style. Like I thought that uh, what's the move? The, the power driver that he did on the MSK guy at the end was like so clean looking. It, you know, he puts him in that power driver and then they finished him with their move. What do you think about it, bro? It's good. Um, I'm glad Imperium got it back. Yeah. I like MSK a lot, but I think the direction of the new NXT Imperium is a better fit. Yeah. They're, they're stronger. They're tougher. They wrestle old school. I, 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 do you know what I'm talking about? Like when he, did you see the way they finished MSK off that power driver that he hit? Like, I forget. It was the, the smaller Imperium guy with the bald head. Fabian Archer or something. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Eichner. It was so it was just so clean looking. He just did such a good job with it. And I enjoy their finisher the way they do it. I think it's real. I think they're good. It was a good match. I was glad they won. I think the, you're, you're right. They fit the, the modern that style better down there. 
Um, and then we had the main event. We had Champa and Braun Breger, who you can't call him Steiner, but they say every fucking other reference to Steiner is possible. Dogface Gremlin, Frankensteiner. I'm like, can we just call him Steiner now? Like, why? Right, why? Right. You're using every other line, barking and everything else, but then they won't call him Steiner. What do you think of this match, Brock? Um, I think they missed out on an opportunity to have Chucky screw him over. Like they like they did they did with his dad back in the day. <laughs> That's right. Chucky screwed over Rick Steiner back in the nineties. I like that he <laughs> talked him in the back. He was like, Hey, I remember you. <laughs> but I, I'm glad that Champa won. Yeah, I think so they made glad. the right call keeping Champa as it. I think it's too soon for Braun to be the champion. He's obviously gonna be a big star there one of these days. You can take your time with that. Yeah. Champa still needs to be the face. And, and the and the measuring stick. And again, just like I uh we were talking in AEW with finishing Malachi with multiple moves. It took a lot to beat him, which I think still makes him look strong. Yeah, I agree. Do you have any thoughts on this match, Ken? <gasps> yeah, I, I thought it was okay. <laughs> I um Ken's having some that? event. <laughs> I'm having hiccup issues right now. I apologize. I, I like to call it an event instead. <laughs> So you said what? You thought it was good? I thought it was good. I, I was hoping that maybe we'd get a change in the title and do something else, but I can understand why we don't want to do that yet. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm annoyed oh. as well. It's just good to be. You went away. Would you say you were annoyed with what? I, I just... What's that? We didn't hear any of that. Say that again. <laughs> what were you annoyed with? Don't even bother. My connection's all fucked up, so it's fine. Okay. So Halloween Havoc gave them a boost in ratings that they needed. They went from 606 last week to 746, which is a good number for them. That's back up. That's the highest NXT 2.0 show so far. So they went up. Raw went up from 1.6 to 1.7. And like we said, SmackDown was up back to its normal self. So those were the ratings for the week, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. All in all, I'd have to say this week there was a lot of entertaining stuff in the wrestling world on TV. If you're a wrestling fan and you can actually like both and you're not all hung up on who wins stupid things and back and forth and just enjoy it for what it is, there's a lot of entertainment and a lot of things to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People seem to find a hard time doing these days for some reason. That's just the Mm -hmm. culture we live in now. Yeah. True. It's kind of sickening, honestly. Yeah. And there you go. And that's it. Take us out. Everyone, right, please like, share, subscribe, like, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later. Later.